0: The whole reason I want to do this is to connect to people. When it gets put in front of an audience, like a fresh find audience, or Spotify puts it on X, Y, and Z, like, You're just getting your music out there and that's literally all I can ask for, you know? And so it's truly the best feeling. Hey, what's up? It's
1: Abby and this week I'm interviewing up and coming artist Taylor Edwards. I came across her on my FYP a couple of months ago and just absolutely fell in love with the song that she was pitching. It's called Not Supposed to Know Each Other Yet and it's this really fun summer bop that's all about taking advantage of your single years because you're just not supposed to know your person yet. Whether you gotta go through another heartbreak or learn something about yourself, just not the right time to be in a relationship. In this interview, we talk about all about challenges and successes of being an independent artist and all the fun she's having along the way. I saw your TikTok on my free page and you said what everybody kind of starts out their like song pitch TikToks with. they are like, I wrote your summer song, but I love that you called yourself out for it. You were like, you know what? I know everyone says this, but I think that I did. And (laughs) (laughs) Taylor, you literally wrote my summer song because I love this. I know interviewers always try and like Hype the artists up. They're like, "Oh my God, I love your song." But like, no, like this is this is my song. I love it. Oh my um, gosh, thank you. So, much. <laughs> so I'm assuming you're finding yourself in this situation where you're like single, you're looking for your person, but it's just like not time yet.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Literally, and um, when we wrote this song, I was like, I hadn't written a love song. Like for me, it's really hard to write a love song. I'm not. I'm not heart. Thankfully, I'm not heartbroken right now. I'm not in love. I'm just kind of like hanging. And so. Um, you know, it was one of those things that I, we, I wrote it with my friends, um, Megan Redmond and Josh Kerr, and we were kind of talking about it and I'm like, everyone kind of tells you like timing is everything. It's kind of the most like cliche, annoying advice, but I was like, I want to write like a future love song, you know? And this feels like, okay, let's be hopeful about this for a second. Like just because also I'm so sorry if you hear pig noises, I have a French bulldog and he... (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah so it was kind of like the idea of like okay I haven't written a love song I don't want people to think I'm just angry and heartbroken all the time you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so um I was really pumped when we landed on this idea because I think it's just a good reminder of like it's also okay to be single like especially in your 20s like you know I think that this is a time where you're really like figuring out like everything out and so when are you going to have a time to like get to be independent personally I love I love being independent I, I I love that and so um yeah I just like I really wanted to write something where I was at right here in the moment and like also to like just not always paint like being single right now is a bad thing you know where you're not wanted or worthy or you know what I mean like it'll mm-hmm. all happen when it's supposed to
1: Yeah. And sometimes you can put the blame on the other person, like maybe they've got to get heartbroken or maybe
0: they got to learn some stuff. Exactly. Totally. Totally. And maybe you already have met them and it's just like not the right time yet. Yeah. Well, I'm curious.
1: Why is it so hard for you to write love songs? I feel like that's like the not I don't want to say the easy fallback, but I feel like that's kind of such a common theme for people to write about.
0: I think I don't know. I think that when when it's hard to write for me when i'm like happy i know that sounds so <laughs> but um and and it's kind of a i think a joke amongst songwriters and stuff it's very easy like when you're like heartbroken or really upset about something it's it's so easy to pull those emotions and i think when you're happy it's like okay what's my like i think that for a really long time i was just like tuned in to like okay i'm sad i'm gonna write about it like that's how i'm gonna channel my energy and then you know when you're happy you're like i'm good you know it's like how do you um and so i guess maybe that that's the reason for me
1: but hopefully (laughs) we'll get out
0: of that one day you know
1: well you've got to be on top of the world right now because so many people are loving this song on tiktok and i did see that it got added to spotify's fresh finds playlist so as an artist what is that like for you
0: oh my gosh i mean all the whole reason I wanna do this is to connect to people and and for people to hear the music. That's that's literally the the only reason I wanna do this. And so when it gets put in front of an audience, like a fresh find audience or Spotify puts it on X, Y, and Z, like you're just getting your music out there and that's literally all I can ask for, you know? And so it's truly the best feeling. I mean it's it's kind of one of those like, you know, those are like the little dream makers, you know, like of course, would it be awesome to win a Grammy one day and you know, go on a big tour and all that? Yes, of course, but these are the little the I mean, I say little, like my finger quotes, these are the things that really like kind of start start all that. So it's 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 amazing.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. And what I love from like the artist side of Spotify, you can see what playlist people have added your song to. Has there been like a random or a funny playlist where you're like, oh my gosh, that's so like hyper specific, but it's perfect for my song?
0: I mean, it's so funny because this song in particular, like the back end that I can see, this has been my most added song to playlists. I think we're almost at like 2000 playlists that it's been added to. And it's literally been out two weeks today. Um, so that's, that's awesome. And like even songs that have been out for months or a year, you know, they haven't even hit that yet. Um, I don't know if I'm curse on here, but I saw one. You can just bleep me. Just there, go for it. Um, there was hick shit. <laughs> I, I definitely live in like the poppier world, the poppier side of country music and I'm like, I will take it <laughs> <laughs> country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was hilarious. Um, but I love seeing like so-and-so summer jams. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's so cool. Like to think that someone is like out by a pool or like in their car, like driving to Sonic, listening to my song is like the, like I said, it all goes back to like, that's why I do it, you know? So it's, it's really cool.
1: Yeah. And there's somebody out in West Virginia listening to it on big (laughs) shit. shit.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Okay. So where are you from? Where did you get your start in life?
0: So um, I'm actually, I was born in California. My parents, okay. like all of my family is from uh, Northern and Southern California. And we moved to Arkansas when I was like six. So I joke with people, I'm really like this weird hybrid of like, m- like my family's not necessarily necessarily Southern, but I grew up in the, in the South. I grew up in Bentonville, Arkansas, um, which has been, you know, I am obsessed with my hometown. Um, so I'm really, really lucky that that's where I got to grow up.
1: What do you like so much about Bentonville?
0: It is, you know, like, living, I've lived in Nashville for almost nine years now, and it's obviously, like, a major metropolitan city, and it was always the goal to get here. Like, I love Nashville, but I didn't realize until I left how much I love uh, a home, like, like, love a small town, you know? Like, we can... I mean, essentially you could forget to lock your doors and be A-OK, you know, (laughs) and um, I'm really tight with my family. I have two little brothers and a 10 year old sister. And so um, I just, I love, I love being around them. And, and yeah, I think it takes, you know, moving eight hours away to realize how much you miss that stuff.
1: Yeah, that's so sweet. I love that you're close with your family. So what, I mean, what could be big enough in Nashville? I mean, obviously the music scene, what made you move there nine years ago?
0: So I went to Belmont University. Um, I was in the songwriting program at Belmont. And it's so funny because I think back to myself, at, I moved here when I was 19 and I'm like, I remember telling my parents, I don't want to go to college, I just want to do music. <clears throat> and I'm so thankful that I didn't, I didn't get to pick. <laughs> but they were like, no, you have to go to college. You have to do this because, you know, at 19, I'm like, I was posting YouTube videos um from my bedroom in bentonville arkansas thinking i'm on top of the world because i have 18,000 subscribers and i'm gonna get a record deal and i'm gonna you know go out there and i'm gonna do it you know but you don't realize you're such a small fish in a huge pond when you move to nashville and how many talented amazing artists and people there are here and so I'm really, really happy that I took the four years at Belmont to kind of start figuring out, okay, what do I want to say as an artist? Who do I want to be? What's going to make me different? Um, because I think if I hadn't done that, I don't know if I would have, as much as I love my hometown, you know, moving back to me would have meant this This didn't work. This dream didn't work. And so um, I moved, originally got here to, to go to Belmont and loved it.
1: So how did Belmont kind of direct your career in a different way than it wouldn't, if you've just stayed in your hometown?
0: You know, I think that, like I said, there's so many amazing talented people here that you kind of see like, like what you're up against, I guess. um, And like, in, in what it takes to like make it Belmont gave me an amazing um, like, I guess platform and opportunity to meet people and like, some of, some co-writers and and people in the industry and just those connections. And so, um, I mean, that was huge. That was so huge.
1: Yeah, that had to have been so cool. And getting to go yeah. to college in Nashville, so fun. So, oh, so, fun. so jealous. I was just there a couple of weeks ago and I'm going back in August. All well, my friends on my Instagrams so are like, oh my gosh, can we book another trip? And I was like, yes. Um, awesome. so, so you also won this songwriting showdown. Am I like is that the right title? Yes, yes. And, you got to perform along alongside Megan Trainor, Hunter Hayes, and Lee Ann Womack. So, please tell me all about that experience. Oh what was God. it like?
0: That was amazing. Um, that happened my junior year at Belmont, and it's so funny to even think about how much has changed. And you know, that was four years ago. In the four years that of the songs I was writing then versus now, um, I hadn't put any music out at that point. I was definitely like wanting to be an artist, but it was all like the YouTube videos and things like that. And, um, and so it's, it's really cool to kind of look back on that and be like, okay, I can see pieces of, of, of what happened, like what I was starting to do there. I can see where I was just, I was trying to get it and to see it kind of start to, to develop into what it is now. But that was the coolest experience. Um, I got to play the Grammy block party in Nashville, which is, it was unreal, it was unreal. That's so
1: cool. Yeah. I also saw that you opened up for Dan and Shay, Old Dominion, Walker Hayes, I mean so many people. I got to ask which was the most intimidating to open up for?
0: Oh my gosh. Um uh, So when I opened up for Old Dominion, it was the Windy City Smokeout in Chicago, which is a huge country music festival. I had I've never played anything like that. Um, and I was definitely the most baby of baby act. <laughs> on the roster that day and so that was definitely intimidating but i will say um the dan and shay show that i got to open for them um it was kind of right at the peak of tequila and so you see here i am going and singing songs nobody knows you know they are there for dan and shay they are there to sing their hearts out to tequila And and here I am before trying to like get these people pumped, you know, Um, but that was honestly like one of my favorite shows I've played. I'm such a fan of them and just think that they are the coolest. So um, I don't know, maybe one of those two (laughs) totally different, totally different things. But
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, so talk to me about your experience as an independent artist. I mean, Mm -hmm. what are some of the good things about it? And then what are some of the things that make it more challenging for you?
0: you know like literally i'm a one woman show um when you order merch you're ordering it from me when you know a song comes out it's me who uploaded it and had to make sure everything was right and it's getting to where it needs to be and it's going to come out that day or when you see an instagram post of a song rollout, that was all you know it that stuff can can when you start to write it down on paper can start to look really overwhelming but i love it so much and so much of that is part of my artistry that it, it it's like i have to have my hands on it um but it definitely it definitely like i said it definitely there comes moments where i'm it gets overwhelming but um, i'm i'm just like in it for the long the long game and so if that means you know doing this right now i'm like here for it you know yeah
1: well it's it's working out for you obviously <laughs> so what what do the next like five years look like for you as an independent artist like what what is a day in the life of taylor edwards look like
0: oh my gosh it's different every day some days are crazy some days i'm like oh my god what am i doing um but you know i guess the next five i want to i just want to go play shows i want to be on the radio i i think my immediate goal you know obviously i would love to be eventually be signed to a major label and kind of upstream that way but i immediately want to want to be on the radio you know um and so that and then just playing playing shows and um you know just kind of still building this continuing to build it give me one second my dog has not played with one toy all day hold on go for it take take a take a pause They know. They know. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not even going to take any toys away from them. They've not touched anything. And the second that I'm <laughs> like this, yeah. Anyways, the same um, way. You know,
1: I, like I'm at the office and it's like I, everyone's quiet. And the second I turn on the Zoom, I hear people like in the break room. I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh,
0: totally. Totally. Work from home. Work from home. Um, I don't know if you need me to like redo that or if it totally. Uh, like, just, no, no, no.
1: Like, you can tell me. So, so your goal. You were telling me about how you really want to be on the
0: radio and what the yeah. next five years looking like. Yeah. I can edit it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. No, I mean, that is, that's to be on the radio and just play shows and continue to just build this however that's going to look. Um, those are kind of, that's, that's, if I could like pick what my next five years would be, it would be that. I would love to like play in the CMAs, love to play the, play the big stage at CMA Fest, but um, yeah. That'd be so
1: cool. So if you aren't getting heartbroken anytime soon,
0: what are you gonna write about? What do you, what do you uh what kind of uh what kind of ideas are swirling in your head? Oh here? gosh. Well I feel like um I'm I I'm sure my time is coming. It's I'm about due. I'm about due. <laughs> um or maybe not. Maybe it'll just be happy. Um but you know, I like I'm I'm working on new music and um I'm excited to show like other sides that are just not re- relationship based. Like I said, I am obsessed with my hometown. So maybe there's a song coming that's about that. Um, you know, I, like I said, I have a 10 year old sister, and having that age gap is really weird. And um, having a little sister that you are so obsessed with that you can't be with all the time is sad. And so maybe there's a song coming about that. So I'm excited, you know. There's just like others. There's other sides of everything that um, I'm excited for fans to hear, to hear next. Okay, cool. Is there a timeline? Anything we should be expecting in the next couple of weeks? Uh, I mean, yeah. there might be something in the next couple of weeks. Ooh. But yeah, so just the Instagram is where it, all the announcements go. Now TikTok is it's, TikTok is starting to be the hub as well. But I, I still try and like push everyone to the Instagram. Okay, sweet. Anything else you want people to know about? Oh, my gosh. Well, like I said, just keep your eyes, eyes on that Instagram, ears on the TikTok. I guess your eyes on the TikTok, too, because there's (laughs) there's definitely something um, in the works that I'm super pumped about.
1: Well, I'm excited to hear it. Big fan of this song. So if you Thank see your you. streaming going up like over and over, it, I promise it's just me. It's all. It's uh, all I all love on. it. <laughs>
0: Girls, keep going because I think we're at like 60,000 today and it's been two weeks, which is insane. That's one platform, so. That's so wild. Well, congratulations. That's <laughs> <win> like- all you. <laughs> all the prizes, free merch for life. Thank you, I love that. All right, with you about the
1: great work, I can't wait to see more songs from you. You're doing incredible. Looking Thank forward to see so more from much. you. It.